0: Welcome to the Sharp Side Podcast. I'm your host Chaz and with me to break down Week Ten of the NFL, James Bitter, Austin Tark. Guys, how we doing? We're back Wednesday night tonight. Good to be here. Better than ever. James is eating dinner. Was it? You said steak and salt and vinegar chips. I
1: had 15 minutes to make dinner after class You're before we record this.
0: You're free. You're free. I slide.
1: <laughs> um, week ten was this.
0: I guess there's 18 weeks now, so we're officially across the halfway point. Um. So we're half we're half a season in, and should we call this past Sunday Bloody Sunday? Just bills for my, lost
2: for my Survivor pools. Yes, we can yes. definitely call it that.
1: Um. For everything yes. Bills lost. Cowboys no, it's horrible lost. Sunday.
2: <laughs> the I, books. The books had the day that they've always wanted.
0: Yeah, that's true. I feel like a lot. Uh, now maybe not. I. The day they love is just that when uh, every teaser just gets absolutely destroyed. I was but there
2: Sunday. Rams helped quite a bit with that one. That's true.
0: That's true. Oh yeah, I forgot the Rams lost. Hey, Ryan Tannehill and Lamar Jackson our MVP bets. Off to a yes, great, sir. great start. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, give me a – also. you normally have something ready to go. Uh, give me a first-half takeaway. What's the most important thing we've learned from the first half of the NFL season?
2: Hmm. Good question. I mean, we kind of hit on it last week. It's that the NFC is way better than the AFC. We were talking about it before the pod. I have no idea who the one seed's going to be in the AFC um, as a Tannehill MVP better. I hope it's the Titans but still not totally bought in. The Bills last week surely showed me that they have a lot to prove. Um and as far as the NFC side, there's a lot of good teams even though the Rams lost. Even with Colt McCoy, the Cardinals are still blowing out teams. That NFC is damn good. Um so it, I my takeaway is if we can find that bet where it's NFC minus a field goal under a field goal for the Super Bowl against the AFC opponent, I like that.
0: Oh, I forgot to look for that. Um yeah, I'm hoping to find like minus two and a half. That'd be nice. Yep. Um, for me, I think uh, I think we got to give Cliff Kingsbury his credit. Uh, I feel like, I, I I'm I'm sure that I did. I think I said, the like week one, I said I love the Cardinals roster, and I think they could be a pretty a pretty good team, challenge for a playoff spot if they play in spite of their head coach. And I think Cliff has proven, especially just from last week's performance, that he can. Uh, he's not quite in the. Uh, what I'll call the dog shit coach range, and I think he's <laughs> he's uh, elevated himself a tier or two. So uh, good, good for him, James. Anything?
1: Uh, for me, it's just the parody. I mean, in the AFC, we're supposed to have a couple just deadlocks for first place teams, and the Chiefs and the Bills, but nobody's picking up any ground. And halfway through the season, it looks just like it's just complete toss up. This point,
0: yeah. Um, and Chiefs, the Chiefs by far the biggest disappointment. Um, I'm yeah, I'm weirdly hoping that they pick up obj not that because i think he's like a huge difference maker but just just to get him more no just i i kind of enjoy seeing the chiefs good so i just think the offense is pretty fun so hopefully it unlocks something that's clearly missing but clyde, um, edwards. It's,
2: clyde edwards hilaire is missing and he's missing on my fantasy team and i'm gonna be happy to see him in two weeks
0: dude's trash <laughs> um it's best bet time james did you get, grab another win? Yes, you did. Bears plus six and a half. Hey, shout, shout out to Justin Fields. Put on a show in the second half. Um, yeah, he did. You, you are seven, one and one. Does that sound correct?
1: <clears throat>
0: Sounds good. I think so. Um, you're first.
1: Where are we headed for your uh, best bet? We're going back to the well. We're going back to the Steel City. I like Lions plus nine is my best bet this week. Uh, if you watch the Sunday night game, you have to realize the Steelers were so fortunate to walk out of there with a win. Uh, The Bears played against two teams on Monday, the Steelers and the refs. And despite all that, (laughs) they still almost came out on top. Was incredibly impressed by the Bears. But, I mean, my main takeaway from that game was just the Steelers are overvalued in the market. Um, They're now old core as a favorite. Uh, They've won. They've actually managed to win two of the four games. Um. But then laying over possession against anyone is just not a, not a good bet. Uh, last week, they gave up over 400 yards to the Bears and 7.1 yards per play, both season highs for the Bears. The Bears, prior to that game, would not go over 400 yards a single time. Um, and now we get a lot of rest disparity here. And I think we getting a pretty good buy low spot on the Lions as well. The Lions just lost 40-3 to three to the Eagles at home. Um, and they got two weeks to reflect on it. Meanwhile, on the other side, the Steelers only have six days of rest. So I think the rest advantage definitely helps out the Lions here. Um and I really like what I see from the Lions, not on the field, but off the field. I love what Dan Campbell is saying. Uh, after they got blown out, he was talking about how he's actually kind of excited to watch the tape. And he named like one of the guys when they were down by 40, who was just giving us all out there. Um, and just nobody's quitting in that locker room. That, it kind of excites me for this. Um, and I don't think there's going to be any lack of tricks, fake punts, fake field goals in this game for the Lions. Dan Campbell will bring out all the stops in this one. I think the Lions are actually pretty live here. I'll gladly take the nine. I think the Lions keep within a possession. Austin, we do. Are we doing it,
2: Chaz?
0: I can't. I think. Go ahead. I'm I'm going. You guys done this? Give me that action, James. (laughs) Austin, uh, set the table for the Steelers. Okay.
2: Okay. Well, I I hear all of your points, James. Because I would agree. This feels like a lot of points for the Steelers to be favored by. We talked about it last week. There's no way they should be favored by six and a half points against anyone. Um, To say that there's only a two-point difference between the Lions and the Bears, um, I would say is not enough. Um, I think the fact that they lost – it's funny you brought up the tape last week, uh, that he's saying the right things about the tape. If you didn't know, Dan Campbell buried the tape. Uh, They brought out (laughs) shovels, and they buried last week's tape. No No way. way. (laughs) They they did. Um, Which is such a football move thing. I like that. But the one thing you can't bury – is how bad this Detroit team is. And I Amen. think and the biggest fade for me is this, this is a fade against Jared Goff. And we're getting a game in Pittsburgh where there's projected rain, there's projected weather. Uh, it's gonna be a cold game. And we know Goff, he's best in the sun, he's best in a dome, and he's best when he's in a clean pocket. Steelers have a good pass rush. I think they're gonna put a lot of problems on this Lions team. I just, I think the Lions really fucking suck and i understand the lions side i get they have a, they have extra time to prepare steelers even have some receivers hurt i just don't think it matters i don't i don't think the lions are good i don't think they'll score enough points um chaz let me hear your side and then i I'm, I'm thinking
0: of grabbing the button well one of james's main selling points was that they just lost 40 to 3 <laughs> i and like say what you, say what you will about i guess the eagles, eagles. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. A team with a of <laughs> what I would say is a far worse defense and a pretty comparable offense with no,
1: they're better offensively. Steelers are a bottom six offense in the league.
0: It's 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 somewhat comparable.
1: <laughs> I Steelers offense is putrid.
0: I'll give you the Eagles have a better offense. I'm not saying that it's by that much. The Steelers at least have good skill players. Um, and what we're looking for with the Lions is to just like stop, like continuous, like yardage gains. And you know what? If I'm, if I have to lay nine, I, Dan Campbell can run every fake that, that he has in the book. That just gives me, uh, the Steelers, a better chance to get better field position, especially with a team that, Like, I think the Steelers are the epitome of what I would call, like, a disciplined franchise. It's just, like, everyone's completely bought in. And I think getting a a win like that last week is a good springboard kind of into the future. I mean, they are in the thick of it in the AFC North. And I think it's just, like, a kind of, like, a take-care-of-business game. And I have no issue uh, trying to see the Steelers get margin in this game here. So, yeah, screw it.
2: Let's not forget, look, last week Justin Fields did look pretty good. But the Steelers fumbled a punt to get to make it a three point game late into that game. If that punt doesn't happen, that fumble doesn't happen, Steelers covered that game with ease. They completely dominated that game just up until about completely six dominated.
1: They were 21 we to 13. A different game? They were a, they a different were they contro- game? they, they controlled were a game the entire 140 game. 40 yards, 14 to three and a half. half. I I agree. 120 yards for the Bears and penalties. They were handed the game. They were they did not dominate whatsoever. They should have lost.
0: I, I I agree with James here. I like uh, the bear. I think the bears deserve to win if I'm being honest, but I mean, I, I think that we should be appreciating the Steelers full body of work a little bit more and like as, as much fun as I have kind of poking at big Ben and, and Matt Ryan too, for example, which I will kind of <laughs> get at later on they they have not been as terrible as i make them out to be and i think this is now four straight wins for the steelers and honestly i think that last week might underrate their defense like kind of might like bring the market value of their defense down a little bit and i i i think this should be over 10 and getting it under 10 i think is pretty valuable so
2: i'll know any closing thoughts james are we grabbing
1: the button yes i am i'm in go ahead the line (laughs) I'll take but it. Too. The Lions were in a bad spot. If you want to talk about the Eagles game, they had their Super Bowl, Jared Goff's revenge game, and they came up just short. And they came home flat. They won't be flat here.
0: Yeah, that's fair. But they suck, though.
1: Like they're, they're, no, they're no, kidding. <laughs> they're horrible. I'm they're aware.
0: It's about the spot. <laughs> I'll
1: all, take all the, the underdogs.
0: One last week. It's uh, we got a little three-week race period here. Um, my. I'm a, I'm on a little best bet tear right now. I'm I'm gonna catch you, James. Um, I'm four and, Three and five half
1: back, bro. Three and, um, and a half back.
0: Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going too? to New England.
1: Yeah, you coming with two wins, bro? You are coming too?
0: Yeah, Austin's a different, a little bit of a different story.
1: <laughs> My God, I'm not dead. But, but we're going to New
0: England next, and. I'm going to fade the New England Patriots. I'm going to take the Browns plus two and a half. I also think this is an incredible teaser leg. Uh, I think the Patriots are wildly overvalued here. Um, They succeed in running the football. And I think that it's for a incredibly talented Browns defense. I think that's should be pretty easy to uh, scheme up against. And, you know, much has been said about, how good Mac Jones has been. And I think he has been solid and consistent. And even last week, I think we saw that what pressure does to him. And I mean, he had around 150 passing yards. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, he threw a couple picks or maybe I'm wrong there. But um, and that was the first time uh, all year he had faced in a adjusted pass rate or pass rush rate above uh, ranked um, 12th or better. And now he's going up against the Browns who have arguably, I mean, the best pass rusher in the entire game. And I think that Miles Garrett matched up on Isaiah Wynn, who struggled a bit this year. I think he could absolutely feast. Um, I'm actually going to look at a a Miles Garrett sack prop if I can find it. But, um, and then offensively, I think that kind of just, I'm I'm not going to say it's Odell Beckham Jr.'s fault that their offense was bad. But I think that, the release of a distraction was kind of a, a big deal. And if you're worried, I, I'm at this point, I'm okay with Nick Chubb. Like I'm making this bet thinking that Nick Chubb isn't going to play. And that's fine. Cause we saw DeAndre Johnson rush for what? Like 150 yards on Thursday night football or something. Yep. And I, I think it's really good running backs are fun. They don't matter that much. And I don't think we're, it's, cause for a two and a half point downgrade here. So give me the Browns plus two and a half. And I think they get the win out, right? Um, uh,
1: James, what do you think? Yeah, this is also one of my likes. This is a, I bet this and Browns money line and tease I completely agree. Uh, all the points you said were perfect. During Chris Johnson to Nick Chubb is not worth two and a half points. And the Browns defense is finally healthy. I mean, we saw last week, they wreaked havoc in Cincinnati. Um, <clears throat> and the Patriots just played a cupcake schedule to help kind of flush some of those offensive numbers. Uh, last week, we saw Mac Jones have two turnovers against just an okay Panthers defense. They're good. I guess they're a good defense, but the Browns are really good around compared to the Panthers. I think the Browns can do whatever they want on the ground, and that defense re- wreaks, havoc, wreaks havoc in New England.
2: Yep. Three th- threesome here. You guys said everything I wanted to say. Um, the only thing I'll add is the Browns secondary looked pretty good last week, and Denzel Ward's back, and it's clearly an upgraded unit for him. Um, I'm with you guys. It's the, it's really the pr- the pressure for me. Uh, Mac Jones had the lowest EPA's had all season last year against that Panthers deep defensive line. Uh, the second worst EPA was against the Chargers, which the second best pressure teams face, and now he faces the Browns, which is in the same class as them. I just don't think Mac Jones is that good. And in a close game, and especially a game where if Browns get out to a lead, I don't see Mac Jones and the Patriots coming back from behind.
0: Agreed. Um. All right, and now we're going to Las Vegas. Where the Raiders are hosting the Chiefs. Um, Raiders are getting two and a half points at home. Total is, I believe, 53. 52, 52. Um, Austin, for your best bet, who are we siding with?
2: What, what am I, two and seven? Two and seven. Yep. I'm not I'm not I'm not going away. I'm not going outside. <clears throat> so I, I'm gonna I'm taking the Chiefs. Wait really leave. quick.
0: Yep. Can you guarantee you get to eight? So there's
1: Eight and ten. How many weeks? Six left? and three. You gotta fish six and three.
2: Eight. I'm getting to ten. Good luck like catching me, guys. Okay. I'm winning this thing. I'm not I'm not tripping. I'm not fucking leaving. Okay. Anyways, taking the Chiefs this week. Okay. This that, that's number, enough. this number. This <laughs> number feels like the bottom of the Chiefs range. Uh looking like back to last year in this same exact game at, at Los or at the is Las Vegas last year, right? Um the Chiefs. Chiefs were seven point favorites in that yeah. game, and it was similar rosters, like at least skill position wise. And looking back to the team this year, we now have a new coach, and this Raiders team, I'm just not very impressed with their secondary, um, especially after cutting Arnett last week. I just don't really see them stopping this Chiefs. Well, defense. he stuck
0: to begin with, so I'm not agreed, sure that's a total net negative.
2: Agreed, uh, but he's still a, he was still a starter. Um, and the Raiders, they don't play cover two, and the Chiefs this year have struggled against a cover two defense, the where they force every the defense forces everything underneath the Raiders have played 12 snaps in this past defense all year. I don't really expect them to change their defense on the fly. So if they're playing their normal cover three, cover four defense plays into the chiefs hands for sure. Um, So I think we're getting the better QB we're getting the better coach and it's only under a field goal here. I just, I I can't believe the spread is under three. Um, I look at this Raiders team and I see a lot of locker room issues swirling. Um, I think when they're winning and when Derek Carr looks like a great leader, it's great. But as they start to lose games, as they lost last week to the Giants, it's when things can start to crumble and it doesn't help when you have your head coach starting. I understand the Chiefs are worth downgrading and the spread should be lower than what the seven points that it was last season, the seven and a half that it was on the preseason lines. But are the Raiders really worth upgrading here? I mean, looking at their schedule outside of the Baltimore win, which they were trailing by 14 points in the fourth quarter, they haven't beat a legit team. Like I I don't think this Raiders team is very good. Um, I'm gladly taking the Chiefs under a field goal. And as I was saying to Chaz earlier before this, if you look at this Raiders schedule, they have some tough competition ahead of them. They've clearly beaten up on all the teams that they can already. I don't see this team getting seven wins, um, seven at tops. Um, I I, I don't think the Raiders are that good. And I think the fact we're getting Chiefs under field goal, very valuable, and I'll take it.
0: All right, James, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I lean that way. I mean, you can make the same argument. Um, The Chiefs were minus 10 against the Giants just two weeks ago, and then the Raiders go there, and they're minus three. Uh, clearly, I, I don't think two and a half points is a big enough spread here, but at the same time, I don't know if I trust the Chiefs right now. Um, I think the Raiders are actually a good tease in this game. I think this will be a close game. I can oh, totally see the Chiefs wow. winning by three and seven. Dude, it, it's a primetime game at Las Vegas. The place is going to be rocking. The Chiefs' defense, by the way, is still not good. They got Jordan Love last week. But, I mean, I kind of I like the over a little bit too, I guess. I see. I think at some point, at some point, I think point that's the market's out a, of a bit. Yeah. What the over and the Raiders is a tease. I, yeah, the Raiders are going to score.
0: Yeah, that's true. Oh no, I. I, don't know. Yeah,
1: that, I mean,
0: che- teasing against the Chiefs is just not something that like I have to think about a lot.
1: Especially well, when like they don't going cover up, spreads, you can probably just bet it. Bet it straight. Were they yeah. three and fourteen out of the last seventeen?
0: Except you
2: never get. You don't get many spreads under a field goal with this team.
1: Yeah, that is true. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I'm sure I'll have action on it because it's Sunday night came, but I'm just not sure what right now.
0: Um, Darren Waller props because if what's his name yeah. Daniel Sorensen, if that that's true. if that walking warm body has to cover Darren Waller, <laughs> Darren Waller is going to absolutely feast. That could be fun. That could actually be a pretty fun bet there. Um, awesome, don't hate it. I. I got to win eventually. Well, you do, which, I mean... Might as well take the Chiefs. I mean, you've been due for what now? Like five weeks? <laughs> yep. Um, Seven. And then, hey, <laughs> the Chiefs are due too. <laughs> yeah. Technically, <Perfect laughs> technically didn't close the uh, uh, the closing line or didn't uh, beat the closing line last week. Um, That's wild. Oh, no. I... Don't know. I I'm going to watch this Chiefs Raiders game in uh, with great anticipation. Just, I mean, the Raiders, they won at Kansas City last year and then like lost on like a Mahomes miracle drive, right? In like 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, last
1: second touchdown, yeah. So 35-31. 30
0: I think with the tight spread, um, getting under a field goal is pretty valuable here, so – i can't uh can't dis on it too much austin uh despite your record that is um (laughs) we are recording on the wednesday so we will get to thursday night but before we do just a quick word from our sponsor anchor all righty thursday night football don't get to do a whole lot of these uh the ravens are the teaser leg of the week lane seven and a half on the road at the miami dolphins um Total in this game is 46 and a half. Um, James, I believe the Ravens are alike for you.
1: They are. I teased them and I also bet them at seven and a half plus one hundred. Um, I think the, Ra- the Ravens have struggled to points this year, especially being a favorite in this range. But when they were a favorite in this range against the Bengals, the Vikings, all competitive teams. Now you get the Dolphins who are a shell of a football team. If you watched that game last Sunday or just happen to take a look at that box score. There were nine turnovers between the Dolphins and the Texans, and the Dolphins were outgained by the Texans. It set football back 100 years. <laughs> I don't care who's playing quarterback for the Dolphins. I don't think they're going to stop the Ravens. I think another angle you could take here is Dolphins under are 20 and a half team, uh, for their team total. But I think the Ravens roll here. Seven and a half is just a little too short.
2: Nine turnovers is absurd. I, I don't have much. I love the teaser leg play. They're, I just don't see the Ravens losing this game. It's the short week. They're the better coaching staff. This Dolphins team just sucks on both sides of the ball. Um, I, <laughs> that game last week was pretty pitiful. <laughs> it's uh, ridiculous. The only thing I, I really would talk about is a cheesable. <laughs> yeah, it's a cheesable. The only thing I want to talk about this game is the fact that our MVP Lamar numbers are still live. This is a great game in prime time for him to really pad some stats and look good in front of a national audience. Um, if this team could somehow get the one seed, that MVP looks very good. Just my fear is, as we saw in that Vikings game, their defense isn't very good, um, which I don't think matters too much when you're playing Miami. But this Baltimore defense can certainly be picked apart, and it's going to take some heroic outings from Lamar to continue winning.
0: I agree. Um, I'm going to be watching, rooting for the Ravens teas, like I'm sure 80% of America. And I will be um, rooting for Lamar Jackson to put up a massive uh, – Rushing day and hopefully break into, like, the top three of the uh, rushing leaders. That would be pretty fun. Um, Sunday, the Jacksonville Jaguars are getting 10 at the Indianapolis Colts. Um, Urban Meyer got a win. That was the happiest I've ever seen him after the game.
1: I agree. I, I like. Well, I, we saw like, a video of a girl up on him. He was pretty happy in that, too. <laughs>
0: That's true. <laughs> The <laughs> little finger in the booty hole. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to think about this game because, honestly, the Colts, with the best bet last week, probably didn't necessarily deserve to cover it. Probably got a little lucky at the end. Um, Austin, give, give me a winning bet for this game. I want to hear it. Um, well, I did have flashbacks to the
2: week one survivor getting killed last year when the Colts lost to the mm. Jags week one. Yo, wow. bro, they, all,
1: they always lose at Jacksonville. They, but that then was they at blow out of home. This Gardner, is Indianapolis. Gardner yeah.
0: Minshew. <laughs>
2: and this is the same spread as we saw last week against the Jets. And I just – I think the Jets and Jags are very comparable, and the Colts absolutely dominated that game. They have extra rest. It's a letdown spot for the Jags. I kind of think the Colts just dominate. And look, the Jags had success last week. Their defense looked pretty good. But that was against a Buffalo team that played the most one-dimensional game I've ever seen. They had eight called runs last week. The Colts should are definitely going to rely on the run ball and should, and should be able to run all over them. I'm just not really going to overreact to this Jags team. I think the Colts blow them out. Um, but the one thing that is holding me back a little bit, um, it might have been garbage time. But at the same time, I'm still not totally bought into this Colts defense. Their secondary is still not very good. It's injured. Um, but the Jets certainly exposed it in garbage time last week. Um, again, it was garbage time. They were playing prevent. Um, but Trevor Lawrence should be able to have a decent day. Uh, Colts don't have much of a pass rush either. Um, so I'm kind of looking at the over as well, but gun to my head, you want to win some money. I'm taking the Colts. Just, I still don't think the Jags is very good.
1: Uh, huge letdown spot as well.
0: James, what do you think?
1: You know what? <clears throat> if we could have a six, like, I think this is like a six. Like I like the Colts minus minus ten and a half. and a half. We saw the Jacksonville Jaguars win in London. And then have a week off. And then what they do? They went to Seattle and lost 31-7 to Geno Smith. Now they're getting a better team on the road than that Seah- that version of that Seahawks team. And the Colts have extra rest here. I think the Colts dismantle the Jags.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I I'll know. Oh Austin, to oh, awesome answer your question, like the Jags have well, I guess you didn't really ask a question, but the Jags have like by far like the worst passing defense in the NFL and uh, coming into the game, that was probably the game plan for the bills. And like, they just weren't able to execute. Um, in a nine pre- six
2: game though, you have to run the ball more than eight times.
0: That's fair. Yeah. That, that's Yeah. I, I would agree. It's not like they were like down like two possessions or something. Um, and I think that weirdly, I feel like with the amount of shots downfield, Carson Wentz takes, it's going to be really easy for them to, ice like, Oh, I mean, come on! It's Carson Wentz. <laughs> so that's a given. He leads the league in that. But um, I think that they'll be able to get margin really easily. I think I'd rather bet Colts first half, just because I think it could kind of get ugly pretty quick, and I don't really want to leave it up to an open back door. Would, what would you think about that? Let me see what it is for. Instance. I don't hate that. We oh, saw I it last like week. That.
2: Yeah, we saw last Ooh. week
0: what the Colts do. That'll be under
1: seven. It is six. I like yeah, that.
0: I, I think I think that's where I'm that's <clears throat> where I'm attacking this. Uh, just, I I think have I think s- we see a creative Colts offense early, and then I think it's just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and that's where things could get a little dicey. So,
2: mm-hmm. have you seen Carson Wentz's stat line? He actually he has some numbers this season: twenty two hundred yards, 17, t- 17 TDs, and only three interceptions, and then a thousand pen- penalty yards. But that's not on the stat sheet. <laughs>
0: I'm sure the next play is bad around a solid 250 too. It's the it's the best playing football, and it's not even close. You don't even have to make the catch; just have to (laughs) run into the defender, yeah. (laughs) Or you have to slow down enough so that they bump into you. Um, already hit Browns to Dallas. We go. The Falcons are getting nine and a half points. Taking on the Dallas Cowboys, uh, total at 54 and a half. I believe it's the biggest total of the week. Um, yep. Austin, I'll start with you first. Where are we looking here?
2: This is one of my likes. I like the Cowboys minus nine. Uh, I'm not going to overreact to the bizarre result last week. Uh, look, everyone has their bad games, their bad performances, and I was clearly one of them last week for Cowboys. This is certainly a get-right game. Um, I think this Falcons team sucks. Um, We're getting a spread that is less than what it was last week, even though I don't know how you could have the the Falcons. I mean, they're pretty much ranked the same here, but still a nine under 10. We're getting, I think it's valuable. Um, Look, the Falcons have looked pretty impressive as of late, but in the last five games, they faced Trevor Simeon, Sam Arnold, Tua, Zach Wilson, and Heineke. This will be a huge step up in competition. Their defense is going to get exposed because their defense sucks. Uh, They don't have any pass rush, especially now that Dante Fowler's hurt. I really, I cannot believe they, they almost choked that game last week. It was almost, it was very embarrassing the way they gave up that lead. Um, they just, and, and not to mention, they really don't have passing options. I mean, Ridley's still gone. Um, they don't have many weapons there. Um, I don't think this Cowboys defense is world beaters, but I think they're going to score at will. Um, I, I really like Dallas minus nine. And we I missed agree. our team. We missed our team total last week for Dallas. Oh, we might yeah, have then to take, take it I would, I
0: would say in embarrassing fashion. Yep. Um, I would agree. I I agree. This is a like for me. It's very simply put buy low, sell high. Um, Just two weeks ago, we watched the Falcons lose at home to Sam Darnold. And now they beat the Saints. And now we get the Cowboys off what I would think is a completely embarrassing loss. Get them at home. And I think that um, also it was a very sloppy game. And I think they're a little more tightened up, tuned up this week. Um, Like CeeDee Lamb, a couple of drops. Um, I oh for four, oh for three on fourth down, something like that, at least early on the first half. And that punt play was just bizarre. Um, and I, yeah. I think that was one of those plays where it was <clears throat> a little bit of a momentum turner. Um, yeah, what the hell was that? I didn't even know it was a rule. It's uh, yeah. actually, actually, it it's makes like a muff punt.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, just a, a, it's beyond the line of scrimmage. Um, I
0: feel like, yeah, go on. <laughs> Yeah, it's I I that there's been the one with it was the Niners game where he like touched it and it went out of the back. Oh,
1: and that was or ridiculous. Something. That's and the, the worst.
2: there they're making up rules this year. The double punt. <laughs> the oh double... Yeah, yeah, that was another one. <laughs> the, the fucking Tampa punts is really the Tampa game where there was like you can't fumble forwards under two minutes, but any other part of the game you can. I mean, it's no like way. that's just always that's always been on a the rule. fly.
1: That's always been a rule.
2: But with why is it two minutes?
1: Why not just the whole know. game?
2: Uh, yeah.
1: And I don't know. I, I didn't write the rule book. <laughs> give me the answer, James. <laughs> I can't give um, you all the answers. I wish I could. James, what do you think about this game? Yeah, you guys hit the, the nail on the head here. Um, Dallas' three home games prior to that game against the Broncos, they had scored 36, 41, and 44. And so I also kind of like that Dallas team total over. Um, which you guys haven't mentioned yet, too, was Dak is – it was probably rusty sure. coming off that um, there's a bye week and then he didn't play at Minnesota. So he was off three weeks without seeing game action. So I'm sure that led to some of that. And it's just a horrible spot. Huge Sunday night went on the road uh, with a backup QB too. And then you just come out super flat at home. I don't put much stock into it. I think the Cowboys roll here.
0: Good points. I like that bet. All right. Uh, the Buffalo bills take on the New York jets jets at home getting 12 and a half toes at 47 and a half um awesome are your jets 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 flying high this weekend
2: i lean that way uh you know really? how much i want to like it and i want to <laughs> play it but I, I i just can't um i mean honestly like you're gonna tell me mike white stats and how he just can't possibly survive in the nfl but the team seems to rally around. No, him. I'm not going to. He can survive. I don't know what uh, Michael Carter said about him, but he said something. He's just being that he's that guy. And I think the team really likes Mike White. The team seems to be excelling under him. Um, so, yeah, maybe they can hang around in this game. But really, I'm looking at this Bills team and Josh Allen is not playing like 2020 Josh Allen. He's playing, I don't want to say 2019 Josh Allen, but he's just not playing up to the standards that he was last year. And that's a problem for this team. And I look at this Bills team and Look, the Jets suck, but they haven't really played anyone. They've played the Chiefs and the Titans, and they're one and one in those games. Um, but they've been really feeding on playing these bad teams and beating the hell out of them. That I'm just not totally bought into this team. I'd lean the Jets way just because you know I'm a huge Jets fan, um, but I don't, I don't really have a, a strong opinion on the game. Huge Jets fan.
1: <laughs>
2: um, uh, I, I bet the say, Bills. I want to say Jets money money line. Like, I bet
0: the Bills. Um... Mike white isn't as good as what he did when he threw for 400 yards. Um, I think this bill's defense is still uh, very good. And I think we're going to see in a game where we are going to see really low average, uh, a dot passes from Mike white. I think that's only going to play into the bills hands even more. I love me some Michael Carter receiving props and playing Austin fantasy football this week. I'm very excited for that. Um, also, I think this is as get right of a spot for the Buffalo Bills offense as you can get. I think we saw the absolute worst of Josh Allen. And I think that's I think that sums up Josh Allen. It's his ceiling is as high as any quarterback in the league, and he just doesn't quite have the high floor that you get with a, you know, a Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or anyone else of that kind of like talent level. Um, and I don't th- I uh, that's not something that I'm going to overreact to. I think that the recent data point is so ugly that it's pretty easy to just say, you know what? I'm getting double digits here and Mike White's pretty, uh, it's pretty fun to back. So we're just going to roll it there. I think the, and th- this is the Buffalo bills we're talking about. If Mitch Trubisky's playing again, I, you know what? I didn't waste money touchdown on pops. a anytime <laughs> touchdown bet last week. You bet your ass. I'm betting him to score touchdown this week. <laughs> Uh, giving the bills minus 12 and a half. I think they roll here, especially on the road.
1: Yeah. I also lean to the bills. I think it's just a really good buy low spot. Uh, the Jets defense is still atrocious. And I just, I think you have to just throw that game out for the bills. I've never seen any performance like that from an offense that good. Especially against a team like the caliber of the Jags. Um, yeah, I, it's just a lean though for the bills. I don't have much here.
0: All right. Uh, on, this, uh the this, New Orleans this, this, saints. There's is a good game at the Tennessee Titans. Um, right now, I'm seeing Titans minus three.
2: Uh, plus
0: 100. Ooh. Total is 44 and a half. Sorry, I brain broke for a second. Um, James, I'll kick it
1: to you. Where are we had I, I like the Saints a lot, plus three. I know Austin on the other side, it's, like it's me. Um, if, if you want to talk a talking about a buy low sell high you cannot sell any higher on the tennessee titans than you can here last week they dominated the rams on national television but if you dive into that box score they really didn't dominate they were handed 14 points which put the game on its head and then their next two drives that they scored were completely aided by the rams penalties and shooting themselves in the foot the rams ended up with 115 yards and penalties and aided the just basically gave tennessee the game i'm not gonna lie tennessee has been incredibly impressive this year uh their defense has been in that pass rush has been pretty tenacious but I just still don't trust that offense. And I think the Saints have an excellent defense and a good offensive line here, which can mitigate tendencies to kind of to their best aspects that they've had so far. And I still doubt what Tennessee could do with the ground game with Peterson, McNichols, and Deontay Foreman. I just, I don't think there's that a whole lot there. And yes, A.J. Brown and Julio are getting a little healthier, but I just don't think they have the weapons. I think the Saints can do a lot here and move the ball on the Titans defense
2: i'll take the three here i think the saints win okay so there's a couple things i want to say there so to say the titans don't have weapons i just disagree with like they the have weapons game. there but i do think that the saints have the formula they do have the defensive recipe to stop them um i look at last week's performance and yeah diving at that box score they got out gained by 150 yards and but you have to like in the, looking at that second half their offense didn't have to like go into like a super pass heavy offense they were leading the whole way McVay settled for a field goal and then it was they were up by two possessions the entire game so I didn't they didn't have to go fully pass heavy Um, so I'm not I'm I'm still and it's another week for this offense to get going but this fade is against the Saints this and the Saints offense I mean so the one thing you didn't mention which I think is going to be news for you as well Alvin Kamara is most likely not playing in this game He picked up a knee injury last week, and they're already, they sat out practice today, and they're already signing running backs to the practice squad. Um, So you're getting Mark Ingram and Trevor Simeon in a quarterback. Also, you're more film on Trevor Simeon. I just can't possibly get into bed with that offense. Um, I'm impressed with this tight defense, as you mentioned. They have a stellar pass rush, and that pass rush is looking very good. Even their secondary is looking pretty good. And I hear you. I think the Saints defense is good. I think AJ, uh, Lattimore can probably shut down A.J. Brown. They have a good D-line. that will probably stop the Titans. Uh, to the, they'll, they'll hurt the Titans' injured offensive line. But for the most part, I'm getting a minus three, three spread at home against Trevor Simeon and Mark Ingram against a Titans team that is 7-2 and just continue, continues to win games. I'll gladly take Tennessee and the button.
0: I'm with Austin here. Um, Did you know, wait, did you know about Kamara?
1: That was news to me. (laughs) I still like it a lot. Hi, James. Honestly, more than anything, I kind of like the under now for this and everything. Yeah,
0: uh, I was just just about to endorse that. Um, I think, first of all, I think that the box score is also a tiny bit misleading too just because the Rams put up 75 yards on a meaningless drive at the end of the game, and I think that kind of undersells how incredibly well the Titans played on defense against what's a top three passing attack in the NFL. And I think that it's going to be fairly easy for them to kind of continue this trend here. I I want to point out that they're winning games. I mean, and this like long stretch of playing all these good teams. They've been remarkably impressive on, you know, with a banged up offense and stuff. But I think the defense has almost been carrying them and keeping them in these games. And I think that's because of how good their D line is. It's going to give the saints a little bit of trouble here. Trevor Simeon is not good. Taysom Hill is not good. And now we have the saints working out three more running backs for, um, in case Kamara can't go, which I don't think they would be working out running backs if they thought Kamara had a good chance of playing, um, I think this is too short. I think this should probably be four, four and a half. And I'm, a, I know it's, I'm buying high on the Titans team, but I feel like I have to do it. And I think that we might be, we might see a quite the downturn from the Saints here. My one worry is we just watched the Saints defense put up an incredible performance against the Bucks. And I think that – how do I put this? I'm worried that that plays a bigger factor than what the Saints – or than what the Titans' defense does to the Saints' offense. So part of that is why I do really like the under. I think this could be a really low-scoring game because Mike Vrabel did still show the same affinity for – or whoever's calling plays – showed the same affinity for the run that I didn't necessarily want to see. Um, However – In that game, I think AJ Brown had a couple of drops. I I think it was it was two or three, and a couple of those were on pretty key third downs. And if he catches those, I think the final score is even more drastic than what it actually was. So, I think we'll see a little bit of like negative positive regression in a couple of different areas. I think ultimately it will benefit the Titans. So, I will also, I I guess we got another bet, James. Yeah, I I got was it Steelers and Titans.
1: Yeah, both you too. All right. Um, Is the best
2: playmaker on the Saints really Taysom Hill? Marquez oh, it's, Tal- it's Kamara.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, what I'm saying, if Kamara doesn't play this week,
0: no, it's their kick return, Deontay Harris. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I think he's suspended. <laughs> yeah, so that hurts a lot too. Um, Tampa Bay Bucks, Lane nine and a half. Uh, at Washington, both teams off a of buy. totals at 51 and a half. Um, Austin, we'll start with you. Uh, what do we got here?
2: The Bucks match up pretty well in this game. Uh, the fact that their past game, their passing offense against a, this bad Washington secondary should be able to do whatever they want, especially when they're off a of buy as well. And then you look at Washington, they like to run the ball and Tampa Bay has a stingy rush. Tee. This number seems right. Um, but I absolutely have to lean the Tampa Bay way. I don't like that Godwin might be hurt. Uh, that kind of pushed me off the spread. Just the fact that AB and Gronk are also hurt. So kind of the weapons for Tampa are out this week. Um, it's a pass for me, but I certainly lean the Tampa Bay way.
0: James, what about you?
1: I'll be using Tampa for a survivor pick, but that's the extent of this most likely. I lean to the over. I think Tampa with two weeks prepare can be, Probably get some pretty good stuff going offensively. Um, and the same goes for Washington. I mean, I think they can come with some creative things and do some things between the 20s, but not inside the 20s per usual. Um,
0: I agree. Uh, so I think I, I like the Bucks here. This was in best bet contention for me. Um, and it comes down to a couple of things. First of all, the status of Chris Godwin is important. Um, not that the rest of the uh, – Tampa Bay Bucks receivers aren't um, good. There are they obviously are a little bit banged up. but um, Godwin is pretty special with just like kind of like how well he fits Brady. so I do think that matters a lot. Um, I think that there is not a more there's not a worse defense for the Washington football team to go up against than the Tampa Bay Bucks because they're going to allow you to get, you know inside the red zone. And then you have to deal with short fields against that incredible front seven. And I think they're going to have a real tough time doing that. I think they have a clear problem at finishing drives. And I think we're going to see that pattern kind of continue here. Um, and offensively, their secondary is horrible. And I think Tom Brady with an extra week, that's going to be his argument quite possibly his easiest assignment all year, even with all these players out. Um, one other thing, if Chris Godwin is out, I get weird. um, I get, I kind of lean the under too. I think we might see a a lot longer drives for for the bucks where Tom Brady's just kind of able to control the ball and things of that nature. And I think that towards the end of the game, it's, he's just taking more care of the ball, especially if it is a little bit closer. I think that might be a lead to a pretty good uh, live um, life under look where um, like the bucks Eagles game on was that Thursday night. We kind of get two very long Bucks drives towards the end of the game, and it's just um, letting, um, you know, Washington, you know, work underneath and just run the clock. So that's what I'm looking at. Um, anything else from this one?
2: This was the coming out party last year for Heineke.
0: Yes, it the was. Game. There you go, revenge game for the Bucks. the <laughs> only one. <laughs> <laughs> we already hit Lions Steelers. Uh, I haven't skipped any yet, right? Nope. Okay. No. Um, the Minnesota Vikings traveling to SoFi Stadium to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers lane three, total at fifty-three. Uh James, I'll kick to you to start. Um, yeah. regardless of all the Dalvin Cook news, will he be able to run wild on this bad Chargers
1: defense? And for fantasy reasons, I hope it's Madison, because I have him in two leagues. <laughs> but uh yeah, I, I think he will. I actually bet the Chargers run us two and a half Sunday night, but really regretting that now i did bet the total i think at 51 or 51 and a half i still nice. do like that over um okay. the Vikings defense got just walked over last weekend by the ravens they have some just some fundamental problems and then on the other side you already addressed it uh the Vikings are just gonna move the ball well on the ground i think it lends pretty well to over the only thing that scares me uh is long drives on this one but i think there will be some explosive plays so at 53 i still like the over a little bit but wouldn't play it much higher that was one of my
2: likes. I'm seeing a 52 and a half here. I, I like that. Um, yeah, you pretty much did everything I want to say. Vikings should be able to run at will. Um, every running back in the Philadelphia area was able to run the ball last week on the Chargers. So I don't care if it's Cook, if it's Madison, they're going to succeed. And then the Chargers still missing a bunch of secondary pieces. I bet they get some guys healthy back this week, but they were very thin last week. Um, any any help in the air for Vikings, that'll help them. Vikings will be able to get
1: theirs. And yeah, that Vikings defense is pretty bad, too. So I'm all over the over. Hold on, can I cut in real quick? What were the Eagles doing last week? The Chargers were down like five quarterbacks, and the Eagles attempted 17 passes. Like, I understand the ground game is working, but how do you not go there more?
2: I, I agree. As someone who had Eckler, who needed the Chargers to be on the field, uh, I was pissed off because the Eagles had like 10-minute drives the whole fucking game just because they
1: continued to run I, yeah, I can't. I can't believe I had to sweat that over. <laughs> they should have like 70 points in that game. Yep. Not a single stop.
0: I mean – I feel like the entire season, Siri Young has probably heard how he should be running the ball more. And then he goes up against one of the worst rush defenses in the league. I feel like that's just a pretty easy game plan. And I mean, yeah. I mean, let's not act like Jalen hurts is the, like some like top 10 passer in the NFL. Like he provides value with his legs. And I think, I mean, he ran the ball pretty well. So I, I do agree though. I, that does feel a little strange, but then again, I, when I wouldn't necessarily want to give... Like, I want to keep the ball away from Justin Herbert as much as possible. I mean, they didn't punt. You know, have the ball last, score, that's it. But... Not a single punt. That's wild. Yeah. We talk, we, we're talked. We talking about that before the pod. That's the second time they've done that, right?
1: Yep. That's crazy. What was the other game? Chiefs? Cowboys. So. Oh, he was Cowboys. He was Cowboys. And they scored um, 17 points. God, that was the worst game ever. That was the
0: worst game ever.
1: <laughs> um...
0: I lean under here, just, Whoa. I, I just kind of think that we might see a game like we saw last week. And I know that game went over, but I mean, it's the clock's going to be running. And I think that I, like I'm, I'm, I'm not going to bet it. It's a lean, but I, as the number goes up and up, I'm going to think about it more and more and hopefully not bet it. Cause it would be quite the sweat from start to end.
2: Oh no! I'd... But Harrison Smith is also most likely out again for the Vikings, which helps are over.
0: Yeah, nice. That's good. That'll keep me off. Um, let's move on. Eagles at the Broncos. Broncos Lane three plus a hundred total at forty-five. Um, mm-hmm. are we all kind of on the Eagle side? Yeah. All right, Austin, you mm-hmm. are too. Eh.
2: I'm on an Eagles teaser. All
0: right, That's how I was going to play it anyways. Um, present the case for the teaser, Austin.
2: Broncos are going to win by more than eight and a half points. I, just, <laughs> well, I They covered last I, week.
0: I don't care about last
2: week. That game was an anomaly. <laughs> I think the Broncos are so bad. Uh, like this is the same Broncos team that just barely beat Washington off two block field goals. Uh, they just lost to Case Keenum. Meanwhile, this Eagles team, they've played pretty quality opponents all season um this i just think i think that the fact that you're getting an underdog spread this probably spread should break even um i just don't think the broncos are a very good team um i might even bet some eagles rushing props there's their their, their offensive line is very solid even if the charges defense is very bad um that eagles o-line is very good and they still should have a lot of success this week jordan howard appears to be the main back on that squad um uh, that's about all i got
1: <laughs> james we'll bet you Yeah, so I actually bet the Eagles plus three, despite everything I just said about Suriati. I think last week was (laughs) totally food-gazy for the the Broncos. Like Austin said, I think they're a bottom, probably third, bottom third team in the NFL. Uh, And against those teams, that's where the Eagles have feasted this year. And that's where they've got all their wins. This game kind of reminds me of Eagles at uh, the Panthers when the Eagles were catching three and one outright. I just think the Eagles can do enough here. And I think the Broncos might be sniffing themselves a little bit after that otherworldly performance. So sniffing I think himself. the three's yeah <laughs> sniffing themselves. I think the I think the three's pretty valuable here. But <laughs> if Where it's two sniffing. and a half, I also like to tease this. <laughs> Wherever they want. I don't know. What a Bronco <laughs> sniff. Hey wait who who wins in a fight? Oh I'm oh. so glad you brought this up. Eagles picking it up right I
2: don't know. I think it's gotta be a bron- I think it's gotta be a Bronco.
1: Yeah but, but how does it kill the eagle? Is like put its hoofs on it? I mean that's true. No. An eagle's
2: are always gonna have the advantage to attacking from the sky. It's like just aerial a...
0: attack, go for the eyes.
2: Are Eagles in Denver?
0: I don't I think mean, so. Denver's a mile high.
1: Fair oh, so, oh, so Eagles are on the ground there.
0: <laughs> uh all right, let's move on. Um <laughs> so, I so
1: a... I like the over here.
0: Okay. Um I think that. The Broncos made a pretty good offensive adjustment. I Austin pointed this out to me earlier. They switched to a more of like a kind of like a dink and dunk offense to suit Teddy's strengths, and I think, I mean, it clearly worked out for them. It, it was able to open up the you know the one, the one uh, two or three deep shots he takes a game, and he was able to connect on uh, a couple of them. And um, I think that the Eagles' offense, uh, just behind that offensive line, I think continues to get better. And with Patrick Sertain banged up, possibly out this week, I know he left Mm -hmm. the game. Um, I think that might provide uh, a little value on the, uh, on the number or on the total, uh, just him being, he's been the best uh, corner or cover corner for the Broncos this year. So I think that makes Jalen Hurts' life a little bit easier. And um, ultimately I think it opens up the offense in general and 45, it's a pretty low total and the Broncos offense has you no know, one quite say it's been one of the worst things in the entire world. So uh over 45 for me,
2: it's an uh, ugly one, but I, I don't, I don't mind that. What's up. It's an ugly one, but I don't mind that.
0: Yeah. um, I believe skip, right here is Packers Seahawks. Yeah.
2: That'll work. Okay. Yeah. And
0: that's the only one I, I've missed, right? Well, Cardinals
2: yeah.
1: Panthers. Oh, 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 I forgot about that one too. They got pulled yeah. down. I'm yeah, seeing yeah,
2: a I, 10 and a half here. Oh, Kyler news? He
1: has PJ, – let's, PJ let's talk about news. it now.
0: So, Panthers, as of the last time I looked.
2: I'm seeing 10 and a half.
0: 10 and a half? Okay. So, Panthers ten and a half. I believe the number is 44. Yep. Um, Cardinals are, are at home, by the way. We're getting P.J. Walker. And Kyler Murray, I saw today that he hasn't practiced yet, but – and I quote, my ankle feels um, better and better by the day. I think the other important thing to think about is if DeAndre Hopkins is playing, and I know he's really old, but he has been pretty solid this year. I think it does matter if AJ Green's playing. Wow, um, is is he out?
2: I don't know. I'm just can't believe you said that.
0: Really? <laughs> you're an AJ, you're an AJ bad. Green hater. I am. Maybe that's me.
2: Actually, I think I'm the HA creator.
0: Yeah. No, I'm the a, a Patrick Peterson hater. He's not playing this game. Um actually I'm a big hater on a lot of guys. Um can the Panthers
1: win? Is that
0: too yeah. much of a stretch?
1: I think they're I think they can. We just saw the Broncos do it in the same spread.
2: Like if this is Colt, like what number is this saying? Colt McCoy is favored by 10 and a half in this, this game. Has this has to be Kyler, Kyler
1: Murray's favorite by 10 and a half which is probably why it's been pulled down. Well, you don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe the market's upgrading the
2: Panthers. Okay. PJ it might be an upgrade. Like, Robbie Anderson <laughs> is <laughs> thanking the yeah, Lord he probably can't be <laughs> P.J. Walker
0: coming in. <clears throat> so, it was 10, and then when P.J. Walker was announced, it went down to 10.5. I don't really know who would want to bet the Cardinals. Just based off that news, I feel like it's pretty lateral. Like, I wouldn't upgrade or downgrade the Panthers off off that. It was pretty fair. Sam Darnold's been so bad, but you do also don't really know what yeah. we're getting with PJ Walker, which is why I kind of feel like there is value on Panthers' money line. I mean, he he hasn't started a game yet, has he? No, I
2: don't think no. so. No. so. He's come it's come out of just, relief a couple times. It's just
0: been like relief duty, and I think that's such a hard spot to come in. Well, heart, mm, I don't know. I'm not going to well, say that. I, I think that. I don't know. Like just very, There's not much like, tape
2: on him. Like yes. That's clearly a plus for him. And then the other thing he has to add to it is Christian McCaffrey looked pretty good last week. He looked healthy another week under his belt. This Panthers offense isn't that bad, and maybe P.J. Walker can open up the fact that they have Robbie Anderson and D.J. Moore who can't ever
1: seem to both get the ball at the same time. Ooh, Robbie Anderson can never get the ball. It's a little bit of a sandwich for the Cardinals, too. They got, they got the Seahawks on deck ooh. in Seattle.
0: Oh, and they own that game. That's James' favorite bet of the year every single it, year.
1: It is. They're going to beat him against <laughs> Seattle this year. Panthers wow, but they're finally finally—they're finally going to
0: be favored, James.
1: It's, I like the, well, look. the look. The look ahead is Seattle minus one. What? If, if Arizona's a dog in Seattle, that will require a large bet. Okay, let's finish talking about this game first. Okay.
0: Wait, Do actually, do we have any more thoughts? I like, I like the
2: Panthers look. I mean, I think the fact that their defense has played decent. Um, I think their defense played well. I agree and look if it's Colt McCoy great if it's hurt Kyler Murray great even better like I like I, I don't think there's if I like the 10 and a half is Brian burns out um, so if Kyler plays this line I don't know I could I could find that out um he didn't participate in practice today um if Kyler plays where does this line go if he's officially let's say he's healthy tomorrow he's gonna play does the line
1: move up 11 a and and half the same I think we get well, it. I think it thing. stays the same, but there'll be some steam. Yeah. Like, you think so? We see this, like, we saw this with Dak, too. Yeah. Like, the Where line did that like never a, close? And a half. And, like, Dak would like, 10 and a half. It was, like, nine, and then it got fed up. But we all knew Dak was going to play the entire time. Like, I'd, 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 I mean, the difference between t- 10 and a half and 11 and 12 is honestly, like, nothing. But maybe, like, a slight bump.
0: I think this is a great spot to bet Panthers money line.
1: I love it. All right. I love it. Um, Do you, cue the Cam better text. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> at 430. It's not going to be very happy. Fuck heavy. y'all for,
0: bending <laughs> <up> the
1: <particles laughs> for the eighth week in a row.
0: Uh, wait really quick. <laughs> Jungle cat versus bird. Who wins? I'm taking the
2: Panther every fucking time.
1: Cardinal's already yeah,
0: intimidated.
1: <laughs> have you seen a Cardinal bro? I've never bird. heard it's a baby I bird. Hate the baseball team.
0: Um, <laughs> need to move on. Seahawks tra- traveling to Green Bay to take on maybe Aaron Rodgers, maybe not Aaron Rodgers. Packers Lane three, total at 49 and a half. Um, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this game. Sorry, so Austin be, like, Packers Lane Austin three likes the under i got the under okay um
2: let me wait hear it. do we got a weather game Be helpful cold um really it's it's a bet on i'm expecting seattle to ease wilson back into the game um back into just the lineup the fact that they love the do we got the rock. snow
0: yeah it's snowing really
2: Yep, okay. snowing snowver we got a little snow game I'd... uh it's a light snow though yeah that's why my weather is not saying much um but either way, they you know Seattle how much they love to pound the rock. In a short spread like this, I wouldn't be surprised if they continue to do so. Um, if it's Rogers, I bet this number, it might go up, but I guess the snow news could change things. Um, if it's Jordan Love, the under is very valuable. Um, I don't know what to think spread-wise. Honestly, it feels a little short, even if Wilson's playing. I agree. Um, but I don't know. Rogers has had no practice this week, if that means anything. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think spread-wise?
1: Well, let me just tack on to your under real quick. I hadn't thought about this angle until right now, but the fact that Russell Wilson hasn't seen play time in over a month, and the fact mm-hmm. that Rogers gonna be touching a football for the first time if he plays Sunday, I think you're gonna see some rust. I really like this under, and we know the Packers are notorious for long drives, and the Seahawks they like to pound the ball too. I think we could see limited possessions in this one. I actually really like this under.
0: Uh, also, to I think this under might be our, and I'm gonna add something to this too. I think. I want to hear what you guys think about a first half under. If you want to talk about rust and cold hands, Ooh, especially with a broken hand. Yeah. Even better news for your point, Austin Chris Carson was activated off the IR today. And with your starting running back, yeah, backup, they're going to feed him. I think you might want to feed him the rock a little bit. Um, first half under, I would imagine 24 and a half if I had to guess. Let me see here. Oh, I, it's not going to be. I bet you
1: 26 Carla. and a half.
0: Really? Oh, I, I don't think it'll be that high. I mean, the, the total it I'm looking is, at,
1: it is 24. Never mind. 24 flats. Yeah. I think but that's it's a, a little the over.
0: And I think we try and. So, when does Rogers have to be cleared? Saturday, Saturday night. I think we should bet it before then.
1: Like right now. I, I think he's getting clear testing. Like, there's no way he's still positive after ten days. Like, but if it Rogers would've, it would've is active, away. if Rogers
2: active and the snow stays away, the number's going to go up, the total.
1: No, I I think the yes, snow. if I think helps. I think the, the over. number like, falls, that goes away it helps. Us. I think
0: the number falls more if he's out than like Agreed. the number True. it goes up. Do you does that? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. If Jordan Love plays, his number drops below forty. If, if Rogers plays, I like this either way. Like, if I I, I agree, I'll lose That's out on a point. Now. Yeah.
0: Or yeah. whenever it appears. Um. All right. Yeah. That's good. That I, fast. So Jordan Love plays. What? Where, where do you think this? Uh. The lot uh, at the uh, side. Like. Packers Seattle minus what?
1: two. Seattle like minus two. Hmm. He. Maybe. Was. Minus three. I think I. I think I bet the Packers. so bad. I. I couldn't even think about betting the Packers. You know who I the defense
0: still isn't any good.
2: That's true. You know who had a worse EPA per play last week than Jordan Love?
0: Sam Mac, Darnold, Mac Jones. Wow.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Pretty bad. Um. All right. That's interesting. Um. Yeah. First. First half under there. I. I kind of kind of like that a lot. Those are some good points you guys made. Um. We already hit Eagles Broncos, right? All right. I'm all all yep. caught up. I haven't missed anything.
1: Yeah. Final game Monday night.
0: Uh. Yes. We hit Chiefs Raiders too. Monday night. The Rams are traveling to San Francisco where. They are lane four on the road, and they are, I would imagine, everyone on earth is betting the Rams this week. Well, except maybe one person. Um, Austin, what are your thoughts on this game? Fuck the Niners.
2: I just can't <laughs> stand that team. I, I can't believe in that spot last week that they came out with that kind of performance. Yeah, that made me I mean, really
0: angry. I, I mean,
2: the, the game was over the second it started. They just rolled over and let the Cardinals F them to death. I mean, it was pathetic. <laughs> F them to death. Yes. And like I don't notice, like, like I don't title. want to take the Rams. <laughs> I I don't I really I was circling this game to take the Niners because they were going to beat the Cardinals and they were going to move to what five hundred this week if they won this game, or they would be five and four after this week if they won this game. But I don't see why the Rangers don't beat the shit out of them. I don't really have anything to add. I James? I don't I, I I I I'm I'm on the Rams with the rest. Uh,
1: of the I lean the other way. I mean. Shanahan's actually owned this matchup. He's won the last four in the series versus McVay. I don't know if that's because of Salah or him just out coaching McVay, but it does seem to be a recurring theme. And it's – there's, like, there can't be any lower spot for the Niners. I mean, yeah, the Rams hit the bet on Sunday night, but the Niners allowed 31 to Colt McCoy, and the Cardinals could have scored more if they wanted to. Like, it doesn't get worse than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, it's – do they stop the rams i don't know (laughs) so give me the case for the for the niners Chaz.
0: yeah that's that's what i'm gonna do right um so part of this is that everyone is betting the rams right now and i'm curious to see how this number moves when limits open up tomorrow but this just feels a whole lot like um Bucks Patriots Sunday night, and where I think the Rams are in the Bucks position, and they take money all week as a road favorite, and the this is just kind of where the line stays, and it's just going to sit here for a while. And I think like this is just the bottom the bottoming out point that all these books can can offer. And I think they're going to take a position on the Niners. You know what? I'm kind of okay being on that side. Um, I love the under. I don't know how it's 49.
1: I okay, think yeah. get on board with that.
0: Um, i like I think the Niners' defense is at least in the secondary is atrocious. So I that Rams could put up 50 points on their own. I'm not sure I would be really that shocked. So here, this is kind of where I'm at. This game could make me look like the dumbest person on earth. Where like I bet the Niners and the under, and the Niners just win 50 to zero. But I also think that there's just too much value on the Niners and I like the under. I guess the good thing about it is I think I will have until Sunday night, uh, around five o'clock Pacific time, to make that decision because I think the Rams are just going to continue to take money all week. Um, and you know what? Maybe the number gets even better for me. I don't know. It's this just feels like the by low opportunity for the Niners here. And I think that general opinion still holds the Rams in this incredibly high regard. And I think that everyone's is saying to themselves right now, Oh, the Rams just look like shit on Sunday night. So let's bet them now a little bounce back spot. So any thoughts? I would love I, for one of you to try and talk me, like really just give me, just tell me not to do it, but you'll have to tell me again Sunday. Cause I, I'm still going to want you Sunday. It's Monday night. Oh, it's Monday night. Oh, yeah. Dead dang it.
2: <laughs> I mean, the, ol- the only thing I, I kind of will agree with you, just that we wanted the Titans last week because the Rams haven't really proved it yet. I mean, they had a great win against the Bucks, but other than that, they really haven't beaten anyone. Um, so maybe they're not that good. And in a tough division matchup, this is a good spot for the Niners to keep it close and give him a game i just i can't get behind this niners team this feels like the perfect game where it's either jimmy g's last outing or the trey lance show finally kicks off because if they keep losing games he's he's got to start like he's got to start playing games because i jimmy g's not the guy
0: is he even suiting up right now like are we sure he's healthy
2: a corn i'm looking up tweets right now and everyone everyone in the world is complaining why trey lance isn't playing <laughs> um good so he I, needs to start he's way too talented yeah. <laughs> But Kyle Shanahan doesn't sound ready to make the QB change, according to 49ers NBC. So, I'll know. also Kyle Shanahan's not that guy. Are you going to call for his head anytime soon, Jazz?
0: No, I, I'm with it. Uh, he he either needs to relinquish control of GM ship to John Lynch, or he needs to get the hell out of there. He's been hot ass this year. He's been horrible. I, You're right. You know what? Thank you for keeping me on on, on my game, Austin. Kyle Shanahan's been dog shit this year and he deserves all the hate he's been getting <laughs> overrated head coach I can't, how, can you, right how can you have a worse coaching record than mike singletary that's embarrassing <laughs> unbelievable okay that was my head coach ran of, of the podcast uh anything else any futures bets um f- where hey i'm feeling great on mvp
1: lamar's still 10 to 1 i saw it like a day ago i feel like that's too low i kind of I- it kind of blows my mind. Josh Allen was still plus 350 and he just absolutely should have been on Sunday. He
0: actually got money this week. I saw it open, uh, I saw it at four to one when I checked um this week. And I then I looked again earlier today and he's down 350. Uh can I pose a question?
2: Sure. sure. So we talked about this a little on the pod um before. Just the fact that the AFC is so weak. Do we want to grab a team that's more under the radar to possibly win the AFC? I know Chaz mentioned the Colts, which I don't think is that bad of a play. I think they're a frisky team. Um, I don't like their defense, but their offense isn't that bad. And if Carson Wentz is playing this well, I don't see why they can't win a game. Um, And with just no team in the AFC really standing out, what do you guys think?
0: I Uh, think you
1: could look at the Chargers and make that case. I mean, Preston talked about it in chat today about how weak their remaining schedule is. But I, I mean, I don't trust them. But if you want to talk about it, probably a sleeper. They're a good little point. bit of a sleeping giant. They got some pieces.
0: The Chargers are. I think feel like they have too many. They're such like a sexy team because they're good where like we see they're good. But I feel like in like they like a team like the Browns, I feel like if they played again, like might just kind of expose them a little bit. I mean and, they did
1: they scored 42 on them. <laughs> it's not like the Chargers play the best game.
0: Well, that's true. And like that also kind of plays my point where I, I feel like it's Oh no, I I think I would take the Browns, and like they're not necessarily a sleeper. I think you could they have the talent where you could possibly call them like a sleeping giant. I think the only thing that's holding them back is Baker Mayfield, which like down ten and with at the start of the fourth quarter, he's not exactly my first choice to bring you back. But I mean, I love the coach, I love the talent on defense, and I love all the talent around him. So you you're right. <laughs> Great
2: offensive line, and they're getting healthier now. That secondary is yeah. getting healthier. I mean, we we took the Browns at the beginning of the year. I mean, right now I see fourteen to one to win the AFC.
1: Ooh.
2: I think there's pretty value there if they I, if they get that offense clicking. You never know. Um, you one more thing: Hunt's got to get healthy. Get
0: healthy. He, yeah, I, he's not playing this week. I think he might get activated next week, but um, we'll see. Ooh, um, one nice. more thing: they're plus three fifty to win the division. Um. And I, for what we've said about how we just are not believers at all in the Ravens' defense, I think there might be a little value on that too, especially with the Bengals not exactly having their finest mo- uh, couple of weeks. And, I mean, the Steelers are the Steelers. I mean, they're going to get shit done this week. But
2: not to mention Ravens so- play the Browns twice still and Ooh. the Packers and
1: the Rams. Yeah, I was going to say the Browns' remaining schedule is much nicer. Here's a, here's a little uh, weird schedule thing. So, the Browns play the Ravens November 28th. By, they have a bye Ravens. week. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen that before. That might they be the same team twice.
0: That might be a good spot to um, that did fade whoever before. wins, I guess. Just like team wins, yes. they think that they can just do the same thing again. That what happened it? Dolphins-Jets. I don't know what the look at what happened.
2: I think like two seasons ago.
0: I think you're right. We definitely broadcasted. So, maybe it was last year? I feel like we did, maybe.
2: Yeah, we did. It was twenty twenty last year, and I can't get the results on the fly. Sorry.
0: <laughs> all good. Um, thank you all for listening. Oh wait, wait.
2: Uh, we had a guy in our Twitter DMs complaining that we don't go over our picks. Oh, you're so, right. I th- I
0: know what I thought about that at the start. I'm so let's glad go you're over lying. our. Like, what was his name? I'll give him a little shout out. Pull up. You find it um, really quick. Tell, I will tell us uh, your likes. Recap. My likes. Best bet is the Browns. Um, I like the Eagles, Broncos over forty-five. I like them boys, um, the Bucks, and I already forget my last one. What was it? <laughs> oh, the Bills. Right. So I love, I love a lot of favorites essentially in the Browns. So All right, my guy get Eric G- this week,
2: Eric J. Thank you for the support and yeah. telling us the great tip. My best bet is Chiefs. Second like is Cowboys. I like the Vikings, Chargers over the Packers, Seahawks under. And I wrote as my fifth, like, fuck it, Titans minus three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my best bet was the Lions plus nine, the plus three, the Eagles plus three, the Ravens minus seven and a half, and the Browns plus two and a half.
0: All right. Um, follow us on Twitter. We love getting feedback. Thanks again to Eric. Um, and of course, shout out Greg and podcasts. Uh, but follow us on Twitter, a bunch. You know what? James, I don't know if you were paying attention because I know you didn't bet it, but Pacific gave Northern Colorado a 13 point lead, sadly came back, lost by two, um, a bummer, but off to a solid start nonetheless in college basketball, um, college football pod dropping probably before this. So hopefully you listen that first, um, did record Wednesday night, so a couple of Thursday plays for you, whether you want to flip back and forth between North Carolina Pitt and the Ravens Dolphins. Um, Check us out on Betsports at the Sharp Side Pod, same thing there. And please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe to our Apple Podcast feed. And if you're listening on Spotify, click the little follow, subscribe button there, too. And you know what? Help out my boy Greg. Download the podcast app, too, while you're at it. Um, thank you guys for listening. Truly appreciate it um and austin what are we going to do this weekend
2: let's go win some money let's do it <laughs>